short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of spending your precious time doing laundry, restocking supplies, and cleaning up after guests? Look no further than B&B Maids of Omaha, your local heroes for short-term rental cleaning. Their team of skilled professionals is dedicated to turning over your short-term rental, making it spotless for your next guests and ensuring an inviting and welcoming space. Whether you're a busy Airbnb host or managing multiple properties, B&B Maids of Omaha is here to make your life easier and your guest stays unforgettable. They pride themselves on reliability, trustworthiness, and attention to detail. B&B Maids of Omaha is your key to more bookings and five-star reviews. Ready to regain your time and boost your rental success? Visit bnbmaidsofomaha.com today to learn more and get started. Garage MS, don't stress. Get a hold of Rob at Nebraska Garage Solutions. Nebraska Garage Solutions is a locally owned and operated company that focuses on affordable garage storage solutions. The owner, Rob, will personally work with every customer from bid until job completion. They specialize in, but not limited to, overhead metal storage, custom wood shelving, pre-finished slat wall systems, and cabinets and entertainment areas. Are you looking to be the envy of all your neighbors? Get a hold of Nebraska Garage Solutions today. Follow on all social media platforms and check out over 50 five-star reviews. You can email rob at nebraskasolutions.com or you can call 402-987-8180. To check out their work, go check out www.nebraskagaragesolutions.com. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. <laughs> Kenny Bell ran up to me he's like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> got it, Muhammad. G-G-B-R. Oh, the video quality is bad because the uh, internet's not good in here. Oh. Internet's not great. Yeah. yeah. So if we cut out, my apologies. This episode will be live tomorrow. Mike's fault. Not my fault. It's literally your I, fault. I blame uh, the breweries. Wi-Fi. No, no, Mike, it's your fault. Just own it. <laughs> Go big, red indeed. No block, no rock. Season four, episode five, in the Nebraska Brewing Company tap room, La Vista, Nebraska, six eight one two eight. Video, video. <laughs> Should I just keep going? Yeah, we lost lost video. Okay, already. Well, we yeah. kind of expect. Oh, we're back. Hi. We're back. Okay. Yeah. This we're dang fine. this dang barrel room, I tell you. We're fine. Yeah. It's okay. like it's like the apocalypse and we've holed ourselves into a a a Wi-Fi less hey, <laughs> bunker. It might be Wi-Fi less. But look at all the beer around yeah, us. That's a good point. Yeah. Would you rather have throw it to the chat. Would you rather rather have a lifetime supply of Wi-Fi or a lifetime supply of beer? I know which one I'm picking. That might be tough. I really like beer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picking beer every day. I like the the internet. Okay, guys, let's talk about what we are drinking tonight. I am drinking a good game. I did have a pickle fight before, so I've got a little bit of pickle with my good game. It's fine. It's pretty good. I like it a lot. I might get it every time. Like half pickle, half good game. I don't know. I might experiment a little bit. I don't care. Mike, what you got, buddy? I am drinking good game. It's a good light beer. And although we didn't play a good game on Saturday, mm. that's the only beer I could probably tolerate right now. That's fair. <laughs> fair. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was smooth. Oh, yeah. You like that? There it is. Um, I, I have a feeling we're going to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I, I don't want to shock anybody. But I am drinking the Pilsner. Uh, again, I, I call this my comfort food after week one. After week two, it is the same thing. When we win, and I say when. When. When we win week three. Not if. Oh, when, oh you're I getting really allow, specific there. I will allow Jared to pick the beer I drink during that episode. Oh, yes. boy. Jared specifically. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Kyle. What are you drinking? I've got squeezed the day. I needed something a little lighter and a little more sweet in my life after Saturday, so that's what I chose. So, yeah. Okay. Not a yeah. bad choice. Not a bad hey, choice. It, it's a good thing that, you know, 
put a little sweetness in your life after what we witnessed. Yeah. <laughs> so come to the Nebraska Brewing Company Taproom, 108th and Harrison, Levis in Nebraska. Drink your sorrows away or drink to joy. Like Either way, just come to the taproom, get some beers because, as Connor would like to help me finish, they're world class. In every glass. Back to me. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, dude, I'm on it. You think I was rehearsing this for nothing? <laughs> he's like, he's almost as good as Kyle on the, on the switches. Oh, no, I wouldn't say that. Almost. Kyle's a genius. For the people watching genius. us right now, just a reminder, we are live on all of our social platforms. Make sure you give us a follow. Make sure you give us a like. Drop your questions. Drop your, drop your comments in the chat. We are officially using this new technology where we can switch cameras from one to another. It is well, freaking oh, you awesome. Mean like, you mean like this? Boom, boom, boom. Oh, yes. wow. It's yes. incredible. It's really cool. And uh, yeah, so all that stuff is thanks to you guys for supporting us and letting yeah. us be idiots all the time every week. So they like to hear us idiots blab and just talk smack because we totally know what we're talking about. Oh, all the time. Totally 100%. Do. Sort of. Um, okay, guys. Nebraska. Takes yet another L in Boulder, thirty-six to fourteen, to the Fighting Neon Neons, the Colorado Buffaloes. <sighs> do we we do we just address we address it right now, right? Yeah, yeah. We talk about Jeff Sims mm-hmm. because that's that's the headline. Yeah. So Jeff Sims, and I'll throw it to anybody. What to do with Jeff Sims? Listen. I am never the one that just puts blame on one person. I'm never the one that's like, I'm never like the, I don't think I'm really the pessimistic one of the group. No, I'm that's, usually that's guessing Mike. like, you or know, Jared. eight and four, you know, oh, yeah, the Kool-Aid, whatever. Mm-hmm. When after Saturday, I had mentioned to you guys, my opinion was Jeff Sims should not take another snap. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. I, it, it was just, my, my biggest complaint is the fact that we had, I believe, three fumbles, two lost, just on snaps while we had somebody in motion. After the first time, it's a mistake. Second time is, hey, maybe we should really take a look at this. A third time is just a blatant disregard for the pattern. Like, we understand this continues to happen. Why are we continuing to do it? So I, I honestly, I don't think the motion is the problem. I really don't. I don't think that we saw, we saw them in motion throughout all of Minnesota, no drop snaps. I would imagine Matt rule and company probably put in a different game plan where, Hey, we're going to try to control the clock. We're not going to throw the ball as much and it should help with the turnovers wrong. Like, (laughs) look, I, the, the question is, do you bench Sims due to the statement about Grant, right? Grant That's, Grant's third on the depth chart right now because he had fumbling issues. Yes. And now we've got one person, one person on the team that is throwing multiple interceptions and dropping the ball multiple times. So I don't care what you think about Henrik Harburg or Chubba Purdy. I really don't. What I can tell you is that the odds that those two are going to be throwing, how many, how many is it now? It's four interceptions in two games? Four or five. Four. Four interceptions Four, yeah. in two games, one, one and he, touch, put, he put two on the on the ground. I doubt the, the, the odds that we have more than one player on the team that's going to have seven or eight turnovers in two, in games. two games, it's unheard of. It's well, unheard of. There's no way that Hen- Heinrich Harburg or Chubba Purdy are going to produce those same results. So, uh, again, you say that the motion is not the issue, but two of those three fumbles while we had somebody in motion came off of that fullback or eyeback that was in motion. They were snapped into their bodies. So they blamed, I, I believe they blamed the sound of the stadium. Motion or not, that Which, ball hit Sims in the hands. Two of them didn't. No, one of them didn't. One of them hit the fullback in motion. Yeah. Yeah. Lyndon oh, okay. Meyer. So yeah. Regardless, yeah. I, they, they blame the sound on, you know, mistimed snaps. And I don't buy it. I think that ultimately comes down to Sims mistiming that motion. Yeah. Well, and and we have a, a comment in the chat from her Dizzle. He said, Herdizzle. hey, gents, any concern over lack of accountability in the quarterback room, which is kind of what Kyle was just touching on. Why are Nebraska quarterbacks constantly given an infinite leash? Infinite leash. You are 100% right. And we're, we're asking that question. And 
I don't want to like I never want to root for a guy to get hurt. But boy, isn't this a interesting situation for this quarterback room where your QB one who has eight turnovers in two games has a high ankle sprain that probably could have gone back into the game, did not. Rule says yesterday he's not practicing with the ones, but we don't know about it. Right now, he's our quarterback. Do you think, regardless of his health, that Rule has to take a look at the other two guys? God, I would hope so, but he said it himself. There was no conversation about pulling Sims. Not one. Yeah. I just... uh you know, this kind of just goes back to what you said, KB. The reason why a change hasn't been made yet is just simply, no matter, I don't care what rule says, I don't care what Sat says, they do not believe that Harburg or Purdy, they do not believe they're ready. Because if they believed truly that they were ready, they'd, they'd have played by now. And it's just, I'm kind of in that same boat where it's like, I, I don't believe in them either. But then again, if your quarterback literally can't just get a snap across, it doesn't even matter what play you call. If you can't get a snap... Elementary. It doesn't matter. Like, you can say Satterfield needs to do this. Satterfield needs to call this. But if your quarterback can't even get a snap in his hands, what do you even do? Here is my deal. We talk about we don't know if Harburg or Purdy are ready. I can tell you right now that Sims isn't. I don't have to believe anything. He's proven that he isn't. I, and unfor- it is an unfortunate scenario that we have to come here and say this, but he has proven that he is not ready to play at this level. Here's- so I, I don't know why that's a question to go to an unproven guy. We, we've got a guy that's proven he's not ready. Here's, here's what I want to know. Amongst the four of us, can you tell me what incredible throw Jeff Sims has thrown or pass that Jeff Sims has thrown that the other two couldn't do in the last two games? I mean, honestly, most of his balls are low. And Nick had a good comment in the chat. He said, Sims is the elephant in the room. It's a sad thing, but the only person who could probably take over would be a healthy Chubba Purdy because he has that power five experience. But to answer your question, no, there has not been a... Well, be, okay, I will say Come there was on, one give, throw. Give him one throw. There was one throw he made that was dropped, that it was on the money. It was part of, I remember watching the recap of, of our roller coaster, Jared and I, uh, during, the, during the tailgate we the, had in my the, garage. The NBNR roller coaster. That was a f- <laughs> fun time. Uh, but no, I think there was one good throw. But could I say that that throw should make him the starting quarterback after turning the ball over eight ah. times? We're not talking about two times. Eight times in two games. Yeah. And I mean, like, here's the deal, right? Jeff, Jeff Sims, sure, the dude can run. The guy can run. Sure. He's gotten to some pretty big chunk plays. He had the touchdown run on Saturday. But guess what? Chubba Purdy and Heinrich Harburg, they can run. They have legs. They can yeah. run. That what? That's all they do is they run. Chubba Purdy scrambles and he runs. That's all he does. So if the only thing that your quarterback right now is known for is his legs and turnovers, guess what? You can at least eliminate one of those. Hopefully. It's just the other thing, too, about this whole Sims thing is <laughs> Scott Bleep's first year. Has, Thank you. He has true freshman Adrian Martinez out there making mistakes, doing freshman things. Jeff Sims. Not, not, and let me emphasize again, not a true freshman. Loads of starting experience. And it might be one thing if those loads of starting experience was like, it's not, it wasn't all bad, but he came into Nebraska with what was it, the most turnovers with at least 15 starts. Yeah. yeah. So there's a history and Rule and Satterfield looked at him and it's like it's like the girlfriend with with the bad boy boyfriend. I can fix him. I can fix him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And you got Jeff Sims out there going whoa, and he's he's got the yips. Like you guys ever seen baseball where a pitcher can't all of a sudden throw up throw a pitch? You know, he can't catch a snap. He's got the yips, and I can fix him. I can do it. Oh my god, it's that's nothing. He's fine. I got this. You ain't got shit. Well, and that's I'm I'm afraid that Sims is they're just gonna have to like plow through the season with him doing dumb shit. What 
what I find interesting is we're seeing what when Georgia Tech or Georgia Tech fans, when Sims transferred over to Nebraska, we're seeing the same comments from Sim or about Sims and Satterfield from their respective fan bases. We're seeing the same thing, saying, you know, this guy just wasn't able to get it done. We're happy he's gone. Are like I, I'm not ready to, you know, attribute failures in play calling to Satterfield quite yet. But mm. we have seen a lot of, again, we talked about in week one, giving that ball to Anthony Grant on, a, you know, a, was it third and deep? Or no, it was actually, it was like a first or second down when Anthony Grant fumbled, correct? Um, I don't know the exact down. I just know there was under yeah. five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Regardless, <laughs> it was a questionable call. And we're seeing yeah. like fan bases for both Sims and Satterfield saying, yeah, this is why we didn't want them anymore. So... Mm. Are we trying, like you said, going that, you know, ex-girlfriend route of like, or new girlfriend route of, I can fix him. Is that what we're trying to do at Nebraska? I, I just, mean, I don't know. Here's my thing is that the offense, if they just had any sort of pulse, you, you, the only way you have pulse is if you stop giving the other team the ball, right? Yeah. So you can't, you can't blame Satterfield right now when your quarterback literally is putting the ball on the ground at an astronomical level right now. Like, it is incredible how fast he's giving the other team the ball and how often he's giving the other team the ball. And we're still rushing for over 200 yards a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your point, we are, and I know we, we tossed around stats in our group chat a lot this week because they're relevant. Um, we are obviously, I don't want to shock anybody that's listening or watching, number one in turnover margin in the negatives. It's just disgusting. Sure. That's Nebraska football. Yeah. That's Nebraska football for the past 20 years. And I think we're like 133 in the country in total offense right now or something. It was something crazy like that. Something terrible. We are at least one and one right now without the turnovers. 100%. And that just drives me nuts. Well, you would definitely beat Minnesota. And that game, people forget. Okay, so the Colorado game, the score does not tell you what the, the game actually was like. Right. It was 13 to 6. And we just kept giving him the freaking ball. 13 to 7, sorry. They just kept giving Colorado the ball. With that, they had zero forced fumbles. You know, yeah. that's the crazy part. We have three fumbles in that game. None of them are forced. Zero forced fumbles. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't like Minnesota where old boy came up behind Grant and punched the ball out. They didn't, Colorado didn't have to make a play at all. Yeah. We just said, here you go. Have it. Here and you are. And, and the thing, too, about like oh, people have brought up Gabe Irvin dropping that, that handoff. Look, that stuff is normal. That stuff that stuff will happen in a football game. It happens to everybody in the country. What doesn't happen to everybody in the country is eight turnovers in two games. That does not happen. That that's why we're leading the nation in turnovers. I just have to I have to say this. And this pains me. It's just like you replace old boy who shall remain nameless because of dumb mistakes. Mm-hmm. And you're like new staff Little things, preaching to the choir, to everybody, that attention to detail, and yet, it's the, I, I'm, I'm baffled because I don't recall dumb turnovers like this for the past five years. Not like this. Not like just, no, like no. not forced turnovers. Yeah. Just like turnovers. Self-inflicted turnovers that nobody, nobody can... St- I, mean, I do remember the bad snaps. Yeah, Jer- Jer- Jergens. I do remember those bad snaps. Right. I think we lost some... We lost the balls on that. You're right. So, a little bit. That did yeah. happen. I remember that was a thing. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. gosh! Just so, you would, you, hold on to the ball! The most elementary stuff. So, one thing that Damn. I want to point out. We talk about, you know, a new staff you know, hopefully a new leaf. And these first two weeks have been rough. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. But it's not like Scott was the reason that we weren't turning the ball over like that. I mean, we are looking at a new QB. Uh, Again, one that we knew was turnover prone. Mm -hmm. Um, We took a risk, and ultimately it bit us in the ass. My, My hope is that next week... At starting QB, we see Heinrich Harburg. I was going to ask you guys: just <sighs> do you think it's do you think it's Double H or do you think it's Chubba Chubba? What do you think? I if you were to ask me who I would prefer out there, it would be Chubba. But okay, 
Rule pretty much showed his hand in the press conference yesterday where he said that Chubba has a lingering injury. He sure does. This convenient lingering injury. <laughs> and so he has been taking reps with the twos, and so he's been taking reps with the threes. So to me, that says that your depth chart is pretty much decided mm-hmm. and that this staff really believes in Heinrich, Heinrich Harburg. Herdez uh, will also throw a, a stat since we do like stats on this podcast. He said 36% of our drives have ended in a turnover. Jeez. 36%? 36% of our drives have ended up in a turnover. Not great. That is, oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up. Horrendous. Again, I, I did throw up on Saturday, and it was probably not all the alcohol. It definitely was the game. Yeah. <laughs> definitely was yeah, the game. That's what it was. He that pulled, was it for sure. He pulled a me in Minneapolis. Uh, people in the chat, drop in who you would like to see start on Saturday. Chubba Purdy, Jeff Sims, or Heinrich Harburg. And I know that we have a Wochi guy in here. Nick said that, uh, no, Wochi, he did go to IMG Academy. Uh, he was at Ole Miss, I believe. He's not going to but play. He's, he's not going to play. He is not going so, to play. Kyle. KB, do you who, have a preference? Who do you want to see start? Well, I mean, knowing with the injury lingering with Chubba Purdy, I mean, you have to have Heinrich Harburg out there. So you're Harburg. So he's wh- not going to look. He's not, there's no freaking way that he drops snaps Please. like that and throws that many interceptions. Please go knock on some fucking wood. There's no way. Please. There's, there's a lot so of wood. There's wood, wood everywhere around us. Look at all okay. these barrels. So let's, let's get a little bit hypothetical here, Kyle. <laughs> let's say without this lingering injury, do you still side with Harburg or do you think Chubba Purdy would be a better fit as a starting quarterback as opposed? I think I think watching the spring game, uh, we were all disappointed with Heinrich Harburg's performance. One hundred percent, he can't throw. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty bad. So Sims, if if Chubba Purdy could go in, <laughs> Chubba Purdy can run. And I mean, with the limited amount that we know, I mean, look, Chubba got put in during some really difficult times last year. Sure, he was playing. He played what? He played against Illinois, and they were like the number two or number three defense in the country. Like. He was thrown into some rough situations. If you just go out and you just, I hate to say this, but you put together a simple game plan with running the ball as the priority, which is what we've been begging for. There's no way he throws that many interceptions. There's no way. Let me just throw something. I'm going to throw something a little different at you. Now, Dano, I know you're giving us crap for not reading comments. I'm trying, bro. Come on. I'm by myself here. You said Chubba, Dano. And you know what, guys? You've got two opponents coming up that are winnable games. Oh, <laughs> what? You want to call, call them cupcakes, you, listen, but can you? No, I'm not Not even close. But you know what? I'm going to say Sims. Put them under center. No more of this shotgun bullshit. Guess what, Satterfield? You even talked about going under center this whole offseason. Where's my fullback at? Let's go, let's go old school. Sims, I know you can't go to the right and throw. The whole left side of the field is... <laughs> have you guys noticed this? It's so the whole bad. left side of the field is, is nothing. But you hope, because I still think that Jeff Sims on paper is your best chance to win over Heinrich Harburg and Joe Purdy. So you got to put Sims in there. And oh you, you this is your best chance to win. And you hope that he gets on track with these two opponents. Because if he doesn't get on track and he fumbles... Everyone's going to boo his ass, and it's going to be painful. Oh. <laughs> so the the guy that we're, we're talking about that yeah. has eight turnovers on the season. Isn't it crazy? That's the guy. <laughs> no, there's that, no way you can say that in confidence, <laughs> that he's your best chance to win yeah. after two games. What's, honestly, what, let's not even say, maybe in confidence, Jared <laughs> can say that. But is that something we should ever have to say? Mm. Is that the guy with eight turnovers on the season? Is the guy? No, that, but it, but again, if look at it, the only thing that he's contributed to this team is his legs. L. Yeah, is his legs. That's the only thing that he's been successful at. Hey, leg starts with L. Heinrich Harburg and Chubba Purdy can run just as well as Jeff Sims. Agreed, and they can throw just as well as well. They can throw picks. I mean, I would say that a defense isn't going to respect their arms, and they're going to make them throw the ball. But I think they're doing that anyways with it's, Jeff Sims. It's every quarterback so on this roster. It does not matter. Yeah. To that point, do you think any defense that's watching tape on Nebraska right now respects Jeff Sims' arm? No. Do you think anybody no, does? I, no. I, 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 that's what I was saying. It's like, yeah. Like you could, 
you could, and you would, you should hope to argue that your QB one could beat a team with his arm, but <laughs> no, he can't. Yikes, he can't throw. Well, he 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 does beat a team with his arm, but it just happens to be Nebraska every goddamn game. Yep, I mean, so if if Sims isn't ready to go, if he's got that high ankle, whatever, then I would say Harburg over Purdy if if I had to choose. But the staff obviously doesn't believe in them. Dare, uh, dare, so. dare I say though that this is kind of the, this is the out for Matt Rule. This high ankle sprain, he might be in there right now saying, "Hey man, why don't you sit out a couple weeks? We've got these games coming up. Heinrich Harburg's going to take over for a couple weeks. Like this is." And then what do you do? Heinrich Harburg goes out there and just blows shit up for two weeks. Do you sit Heinrich Harburg now? Okay, that's a that's a good. This is an excuse. It's Matt Rule can say, "Hey man, you're hurt. I'm just gonna put Heinrich Harburg out there." That's, God, his name is so hard to say. That's well, why you can just say Harburg. In in my tailgates, they call him Cornfield Jesus. But I will say that Heinrich or Chuba, if one of these guys takes his quarterback position and just runs with it in the next game or two. Say Sims doesn't play on Saturday. I think you have a real debate because rule has always said, you know, like competition never ends. Yeah. And, and all this stuff and, and holding players accountable. Like if you're turning the ball over, you are not going to play football on this team. Anthony Grant. Right. Right. But it doesn't apply to your quarterback one. So uh, to me, yes, if we go in that we take care of business as we should against a group of five team, I know we had to play two back-to-back Power 5 games, mm. but I think that maybe they could set, they could earn that job. I will say, one thing we don't do, just like Matt Rule said, we don't disrespect an opponent. Uh, we, we have seen losses against group of five opponents yes, recently, have. very recently. So I am not ru- ruling Northern Illinois out of this game, but I, I think Harburg can get us done. I think, uh, and Nick's kind of asking about Casey Thompson. Casey Thompson and if he was pushed out or whatever. And I just, I just think to myself, Casey Thompson, maybe they're one and one But I also remember that Casey, look, Casey would have thrown a couple interceptions. Oh, 100%. Okay? Like, he doesn't have Trey to, to just launch the ball downfield to. There is nobody like that, like that on this team right now. So to anyone thinking that Casey would have lit up these opponents... I think they are wrong. So I don't think they they would be like monumentally better, but one and one, sure. And if you want to see his stats from last week, he played Ohio, not not, yeah. not the Ohio State. He was 23 of 42 with two interceptions and no touchdowns, completed 54% of his passes. So I don't know. Do you guys think that the roster would be better off if Casey Thompson was our quarterback? I can't say yes or no there. I think Matt Rule took a risk getting Jeff Sims already knowing that he has turnover issues. But I don't know if Casey would fix these issues. Maybe we beat Minnesota. Maybe we don't because Jeff Sims was the entire offense against Minnesota. So right. my deal with Casey Thompson uh, and the, the whole argument of how he was forced out, if you listen to what Matt Rule said, that certainly was not the case. Again, he had a great first week at FAU. Great for him. I think he had, what, five touchdowns that game? Was it five? Yeah, he had five the first game and then yeah. two picks. Or yeah, no, five and in one interception, now two, uh, two yeah. picks in the last game. Um, Casey, I don't believe, becomes a game changer at Nebraska. Again, we see that first week and everyone was losing their minds about, you know, we really chose Jeff Sims over this guy. Against Minnesota finished as a top defense in the country last year. Obviously, Jeff Sims had his issues. I don't see Casey Thompson being like blowing that game out of the water last week against Colorado. Obviously we were going to have to score a lot more points. We had a lot of issues with Casey turned the ball over last year. And again, like you said, not having Trey Palmer, not having that deep weapon. I just, I don't see Casey Thompson being that linchpin. No, that no. changes. Either, People, and he's not a mobile guy. Game. No, right. no, he's and, not mobile. He's and, not mobile. And the mobility of Jeff Sims Frankly, especially in the Minnesota game, was a big factor in keeping us in that game. And so if we don't have that mobile quarterback, we don't have that ability to run, I just don't see us maybe getting the, as many points up. And we only had 10. Yeah, and Nick said that Thompson doesn't have the protection that Sim has, Sims has right now. So maybe we I, could talk about... Okay, go I, don't, I, don't, I disagree with that, though, because I think if you look at the first game, 69 got beat a lot. Okay, 
And Jeff was running for his life quite a bit. I don't think the O-line played that well against Minnesota. Average. Okay. Colorado. I wouldn't say he was running for his life, but you also weren't playing world beaters at defensive line. They don't really have true pass rushers there. Jeff Sims made things happen with his legs, and that's where, like, even like a Tommy Armstrong or an Adrian Martinez, they make the offensive line look better because of their mobility. So to me, I think Casey being that statue in the pocket would make the offensive line look just as bad as last year, if not worse. Yeah, it's I was I put in my notes here that it seems like the O line has gotten a little better, but then again, if you have Casey back there not moving around, the O line is just going to look worse. Then if you have Sims back there who's more willing to run and is more mobile. So, you know, I know it's a small sample. It's two games in, but it seems like the offensive line is better, but not enough to be like, yay, Donnie Raiola's awesome. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) like that. I'm not going to go that far. Give him another contract. Give him another year. (laughs) Yeah, no one's asking to, like, put this guy in the ring of honor. No No one's asking for that. I will say 54. Ben, has yes. gotten, he has been the punching bag for the University of Nebraska for the last three years. And that guy has been playing his ass off. Uh, we, there was a, when he was out run, uh, run blocking, he put a dude on his ass. And I even went, I went up to you and I was like, Did you see, you see 54? Did you see him? <laughs> yeah. So I think he's probably the brightest spot of the offensive line this year. And he's maybe put himself in conversations of that next level, like Matt Rowe was talking about in the offseason. I, I really yeah, do. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I got, mean, the, got the perfect frame, huge guy, and yeah. it seems that when now that he's slimmed his body down, he's looked a lot better. He can move. So I, I may be, you know, jumping a little bit ahead here, but one thing I do want to talk about in these last two games was the defense. You are jumping ahead. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Well, of course. Oh. Well, there's, I'll just say this. Just we can talk a little bit more about the offense. Just like some more observations, I would say I do like Borkacher, and it's not because he destroyed Travis Hunter on that one play. That was fun. It was fun. Um, Borkacher seems like a guy that's more than serviceable at the tight end position. You hope Thomas Fedoni has broken his cherry, and I know the touchdown. The touchdown he had was it was worthless, and I didn't mean anything. It made the final score look a little bit more tasteful, but hopefully he broke his cherry. It was still a touchdown. It was still a touchdown. And hey, and you know what? Shouts out to the tight end room for punishing Travis Hunter all game. That's what we asked we, for. We, yeah. I said yeah. it last week. I said, you, if he wants to play both sides of the ball, you better be punishing this dude on plays. And you know what? We're going to give a round of applause for the tight end room for doing just that all game. I could see that. Um, I would say Billy Kemp did what we all wanted him to do. Now, again, not the 10 catches or anything like that. No. But especially on that first drive, it was Billy Kemp. Oh, Billy Kemp again. Oh, did you see that little movie made? Because their first drive was really, really, really good. And it gave me a lot of hope. Aside from? Aside from the, the, the Sims special that showed up. But you need more Marcus Washington. He is a good blocker. He had a nice block on Jeff Sims' touchdown run. Give him the rock. Give him the rock. That's what I would say about that. And for running backs, had great Gabe Irvin had two nice runs. The fumble, I don't think that's all his fault. I don't think the – where's Ramir? I just want some more Ramir. He's that third down. He's literally the third down back. Mm-hmm. I need more. Give me more. Well, you only get to go to third down every time you're on third down. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe play him on more downs than third. Damn it. He does. He plays kickoffs. So, oh, Lord. My, I like what I'm seeing out of Gabe Irvin. Am I crazy to say that? I no. like what I'm seeing. No, I think he's just a very good, like, he'll get you your three, four, but then he'll bust one for 20. He's good enough. He's, he's not going to, I don't think he's going to score. Battering Ram. I don't know if he'll score a touchdown this year. <laughs> Well, hey. that would require us to not turn the ball over when you get on their side of the 50. Uh, so that might help. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. Where, where our offense is at right now, I've got a running back in Gabe Irvin that can get me three to four. Hell yes. Hell yes. Keep doing it. Run the damn ball. Yeah. Now, yeah, the offense is putrid. I 
Let's stop talking about the offense. Yeah, well, maybe, just maybe, they will finally show what they can do this Saturday. Northern Illinois, baby. Yeah, night game. It's going to be electric. If you're not going to do it this week, then when the hell are you going? So Right. This is one part that I want to get into, just because I know we're getting to a part where we can actually make ourselves a little bit happy. Looking at, you know, potential offensive performance against Northern Illinois. I think a lot of people say grain of salt. I say pound of salt. Mm-hmm. Again, we, we, we took on two very good teams. You know, the, the Colorado defense, really not that great, and we didn't look fantastic against them. But we did take on a pretty decent defense against Minnesota, and we looked okay. But the one thing that I plead fans to take into account is if – this Nebraska offense looks spectac- or spectacular against Northern Illinois. Pound of salt. Calm down. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Now, the defense, though. Yeah. Now, okay. They lead the nation in sacks. 11 and a half? 11, 11 and a half? 11. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Very with nice. the most yardage, too. So, we're tied with Tennessee, but we're technically first. They Listen, they made Colorado... In that whole first half, besides the last five minutes where we turn the we where Nebraska turned the ball over, like on back to back drives, whatever. Until then, you could tell Colorado was off schedule. They cut to Shadur and Travis, not really getting into it on the sidelines, but having a discussion because that defense had answers for everything that Colorado was doing. And if it wasn't for the damn offense, not offensiving. God, we had a chance, damn it. If this tells you anything about that God, game. so frustrating. Colorado won the time of possession running a fast-paced offense. Yeah. That is insane. It's not good. Do you know why? It's because they had more drives than we did because we had four turnovers. Yeah. It's insane. Hey, and how many did we get? Uh, how many times did Colorado turn that ball over? Once. Once. One. And that was when it was not even. I don't want to matter. I I don't want to yeah. shock anybody, but um, Nebraska, hundred and thirty second in turnover differential. I, I don't think that I'm going to shock anybody by saying that. Yeah, That's I think we terrible. might have even said it at the beginning of the yeah. episode. And Literally, yeah, yeah last. It, it bears repeating. Yeah, bears repeating because that is it's bad what they've done. Yeah. Now in this game, they had eight sacks. The second half, you could tell the gas was running out. But that first half, they had 11 tackles for loss. I mean, come on. When Colorado scored on that, like, 40-yard touchdown, I'm like, I'm not even mad. What are they supposed to do? What the hell else is this defense supposed to do? Now, there was one play, third and 10. Tommy Hill. Tommy Hill. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? There had to have been. A miscommunication or confusion because dude didn't even, he just let him pass him by. Everyone else is blitzing, bro. Everyone else is blitzing. It's just you. You can't let him beat you. Yeah, we had like six guys on the line. And they were going. He just. It looked like he thought that he was going to have help on the back end and he did not. No, he didn't. Well, it also looked like he kind of assumed that it was going to be kind of like one of those little hitch routes where he's going to stop at the sticks because right there, because. It looked like Hill kind of like jumped forward as soon as he blew past him because I think he thought he was going to stop at the sticks, but no, he just kept running. It was bad. And you had some... uh, Look, this team gets a lot of sacks, but they cannot cannot get off the field on third down. They can't do it. Even on when it was fourth and five, jump off sides. Even when it's third and 15, if they get a sack and it's third and 15, the other team converts. They're, I think they're one of the worst in the nation at getting off the field on third down. Well, and so that's one complaint that I actually, I took real exception to this week was the fact that, you know, the, the defense just started getting tired down the road. It's like, dude, that's not entirely the defense's fault. In fact, if you look at how that game went, it's the offense's fault that that defense just couldn't get off the field. Sure, there were those long, you know, there were a lot of third downs where we really should have got those stops. But 
ultimately the the time that those guys were on the field relies on that offense not turning the ball over every other drive or actually what we say 36 percent yeah so one out of every every three drives we're turning the ball over pretty pretty goddamn or goddamn quick and keeping those guys out there i think any any rational husker fan can see that that defense looks good it looks they, special. They, like, it could be something really good this year. They tackle very well. Open field tackling. I think anyone that watched this game, they knew that, of course, it's the offense's fault. This defense, despite not being able, being able to get off the field consistently, is still very, very good. And it, Tony White, you might need to give him a raise. I don't know. But defense looks good, and you're one. Well, that is why he has that associate head coach title on his on his name. So, I mean, yeah, they played good. I will say they do need to clean up the third downs. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to win team or win games in the Big 10 if you're giving up third down and longs repeatedly. Yeah. Well, I understand the offense is not helping you at all. But you have to do your job when you when you get a team backed up like that. You can't you can't do it. Yeah. I mean, Give your offense more opportunities. We talk about, you know, defense carrying games. I think last I saw, and it might have adjusted after this Colorado game, so uh, somebody correct me if I'm wrong here. Last I saw, the Nebraska defense was ranked 31 in the nation. But if you want to talk about, you know, defense can't, or defense can't win you games on its own, I would point you to what was it, the 0809 season where we had Sue on that line, and the defense really did carry a heavy part of that team. Defense can win you games, but... In that season, we still had an offense that could at least put up a moderate amount of points. Yeah, I mean, this is their best defense since 09, which isn't saying much. And that 09 defense is one of the best in Nebraska history. So we are not saying that by any means, but looks very encouraging. Now, guys, specific players. Mike, go. Cam Lendhart. Dog. That guy is the best pass rusher I've seen at Nebraska since Randy Gregory. And it's not even close. Well, hold on a like, second. I said it against Minnesota. I'm like, that tackle had to get off the ball every freaking play early because he was going up against a true freshman in Cam Lenhart. And that guy was making him look terrible. Cam Lenhart cooked the Colorado offensive line. He, yeah, he should, you want to talk about single digits and black shirt? Because he doesn't have a black shirt right now. Right. Like, Which is That's wild. the definition right there of a black shirt. And it worries me if we don't have success this year and that Cam Lenhart could be on his way out quickly. And the thing about Lenhart, too, is he had the two sacks on one possession. I think it was, I think it might have been back to back. It seemed like where, like, where did he go? You know what I mean? Like, he, he shone really bright, mm-hmm. but then he kind of just faded and didn't really see him the rest of the game. I don't know if that's because. Ty Robinson came in. I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't know. But it just, where did he go? Yeah, I don't I don't understand. Was he really tired? I mean, the whole defense was tired. Was he especially tired? It's just, you're right. He Snapped stood out, out, maybe. He stood out. It's just, where did he go, especially in the second half? Where was he? That's the only thing. I think that's a fair point, but, and this might be a hot take. I don't think it is, but I think you're crazy to not put Lenhart in your top. 15 to 20 defensive players in the country right now. Like fifth, top 15 to 20. It's so uh, early. That's way it's too so early. early. Uh, uh, way too early. Yeah, but Oof. it's also, I'm gauging everyone else on the same amount of games. Hot. Uh, Coming in yeah. hot. I'm gauging everyone else on the same amount of games. I, from his performance in the Minnesota game and the Colorado game, I, I, I'm putting him in that top 15 well, to 20. Well, I, you know, he made that little list of like the best freshmen in America. Yeah. I could see maybe top 15. Freshman? Yeah. I don't know well, if I'm willing to go. So not he was, no way. As far as, as far as freshman went, he was top five. He was top five, right. and I think in that list, he was, I think, number three. Um, but right. with what, again, it's been two games. I understand it's early. But with the impact he's had on this team, I'm putting him in that 15 to 20 range. I think um, when we had our little preseason show with the Go Big Red cast, and we went through position by position, we went to the off the defensive line, and I had said that that group, like they might be good this year, but especially going forward. And you see guys like Lenhart popping off. You see Van Poppel get his sack. It's like, okay, yeah. now Prince will. They're, they're they're 
fresh and they're coming in like hockey style, boom, 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 making plays. The moment doesn't seem too big for them right now. It's like, damn, this the squad looks pretty good for being true freshmen. Just imagine next year and the and hopefully they don't transfer. <laughs> that's I mean, that's kind of what Rule was saying in his press conference, though. He was like, No, we're not gonna we're not taking shortcuts. We're not doing anything. We're not going away from the plan. Like this is this is what we're doing. And imagine how good this is gonna be three years from now, you know. Right. He's like, That's what you get when you hire me. Which yeah, we could talk about that. Do you guys want to talk yeah. about well, that? Well, hold on. Some more, some more players, I think, okay. deserve okay. some shout-outs. <laughs> Mackay Bayer. Yep. I mean, where did this dude come from? Where did he come from, dude? That's a, that was and, a former head coach, Scott guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. Yeah. Listen, I mean, he he's out there all the time now. And that's not a name that really came up during the offseason. He just kind of, oh, there he is, mm-hmm. making another tackle. Solid tackle. <laughs> No, uh, yeah. you should let no, me you on your podcast no, you if I'm good at math tomorrow. You don't need to read <laughs> that comment. So I, if we're talking about shout-outs there's, to players. There's so many better comments you could have read. Sorry, go. <laughs> if we're talking about shout-outs for players right now, there's one that I want to shout-out, but not for the reason I think anybody's going to expect. Um, the question is, where the fuck is Malachi Coleman? Like, why are oh, we shit. not utilizing oh, oh. him more often? No, we're on the defense, damn it. But no, we're we're, we were. We're but, like, if we're going into player shout-outs, you're right. why are we not nope. talking about Malachi Coleman, I don't know. clearly ready to rock, at least from what we've seen, why is he not being utilized? Because I don't, I, I think you're misguided. I don't think he's ready. Don't ask me. I don't know. The coaches know better than me. I mean, we. I think. We, I look, <laughs> we look at this IGC injury. We have a place that we can stick him. You would have thought. Our receivers are beat up. We're young-ish. Get Malachi some reps. No, listen. He's on the even, field. Even more than that, I think. God, I'm glad you said that because now, now we're kind of, we're ping-ponging a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Where was Jalen Lloyd? You know, he had that little reverse against Minnesota. We're like, maybe, maybe we get a speed on the field. Maybe not. Guess not. Well, Where'd he go? Well, when you're turning the ball over, mm-hmm. you're shortening drives, and they probably had like a select five to ten plays, right? And we turned the ball over four times, so you can imagine that you probably lost your opportunity for those four to five or five to ten plays when, when you're not holding the ball. Mm. Like Kyle said earlier, Colorado had the ball longer than us, and they ran that fast, 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 you know, f- former head coach Scott offense like yeah. that chip kelly stuff yeah dude colorado was not running the ball at all no <laughs> at all did they have to not at all just keep going okay now is there anything else because now you know you haven't i think you've been chatting with people and talking okay. and talking smack i've just been following the facebook comments yeah, and the, yeah. the twitter comments and things and i just want to say one last thing in regards to jeff sims that's it and then i'm okay. done on the quarterback conversation yeah 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 Chubba Purdy last year faced three of the, of the top 10 defenses in the country. He had three interceptions, and he ran for two touchdowns. Which one do you want? You want eight turnovers, one rushing touchdown, and 90 yards against Minnesota. I just, you can't do the turnovers. That's all I'm going to say. You can't. I don't care if, if Chubba is not as fast. I don't care about any of that stuff. Now, if you can get rid of the turnovers, three top 10 defenses last year he played against. The thing he too. Had three turnovers. The thing too, and Kyle, this is going to back up your point. In six games, think, I might add. He played in six games. Think of the only touchdowns that Nebraska has had this year. Osborne, a botched trick play. Yep. Yep. Should not have happened. Osborne. I'll be. The other play was a quarterback draw. I think it was a draw where Colorado's defense, I don't know what they were really doing, but it it worked. An obvious quarterback draw, too. (laughs) We saw that play for the last five years, and (laughs) that's still in the playbook. Hey, spread everybody out, and the quarterback's going to run up the middle. So they didn't try to hide shit. (laughs) No. And now, of course, I'm missing the other touchdown, but that was a Harburg led drive. But I'm saying when the game meant something, two touchdowns, one of them was bullshit. The other, Colorado did not play good defense at all. So, listen, maybe you're right. Maybe, like, just... It's time for a know, change. I don't know if it's Chubba time. God, I don't know. Who would you go with? Oh, God. I, I just ugh. I just can't do the, like... I just... If you were to say to my face that 
Jeff Sims is your best chance at winning. That is false. It is flat out false. Yeah. Anybody that has eight turnovers in two games is not your best option. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about anything that you say. It's not your best option. And Chuba was a top rated recruit coming out of high school. And it's kind of interesting because his brother, you know, was very good at Iowa State. Got ended up being Mr. Relevant in the draft and had to kind of grit his way up from like the third or fourth string with the Niners and now is the QB one in San Fran. Wouldn't it be interesting if his brother did that here in Nebraska? Just gritted his way up mm-hmm. because the guy ahead of him got dinged up or is turning the ball over at an astronomical rate. That would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe it runs in the family. It would be a storybook kind of thing, wouldn't it? I don't care. I don't need storybook. I need wins. <laughs> I, I don't you. care. I hear you. I'll tell you what. In the position that Nebraska football is currently in, I'm rooting for it. I don't know that anyone that is listening to this podcast, watching it, or is sitting at this table is not rooting for at least Chuba or Harburg to come in and just grind that no, out. No, dude. Like, I, I don't know this anybody is, that's not. Like, we, about, we can't sustain what we're doing. This is about fucking wins, man. Like, I don't care if you put a brunette Herbie back there. As long as you win, I don't care. Or The, the old fat blonde Herbie, put him back there. Give me, give me the Michael Jordan kid that's putting salt in his shoes while he's growing up. I don't care. The, the, like Mike, whatever shoes, cleats, whatever you need to put on him, I don't care. You win me games. I don't that's care. What it's all about. Unfortunately, like Kyle said, the the guy that's got eight turnovers in two games, it ain't working. He's got the yips. Yeah. How do you work through the? I mean, once you have the yips, between the ears, man. Between it's, the ears, it's all up here. It's all, and I I fear that's also the issue with the other quarterbacks in that room. I don't know. I'm not in their head. That's just what I fear. It's in the water. Everybody's <sighs> drinking the same water. We gotta get. We got. We already. Shit. You know, got rid of the demons with Frank. No, we haven't sacrificed Low Red on the field yet, but it's coming. I'm telling you, we probably got to get new plumbing and and uh, Lincoln get some different water in there. Get rid of the troughs. Yeah, troughs got to go. Everything's got to go because something is in there that we're drinking that just makes you drop the ball. <laughs> what, what was the uh, the quote? I think that Matt Rule said, and maybe I'm misquoting this, but I think it was uh, "Afraid to lose is afraid to win," mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. this program for the last six years has just been afraid to lose. Sure. It's time to quit being scared of losing and wanting to win. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I mean, we're, that's, so where are we at on like, time? We're sitting at about 51 minutes. So I think uh, well, let's turn the page to Saturday, guys. Yeah, what do you think? Just real, just hold on. I know, right, just real right, quick. Right, right. I just want to say, when I'm, what I might be most disappointed in, because I don't think this offense had any expectations really this year, I think they were going to suck not to this extent, but this was somewhat expected. The special teams did not play well. I thought Bushini was rock solid. And yes, he got tackled and it, people are going to argue it was a blah, blah, blah. I don't think it was. I think he got blocked in him. I don't care. Whatever. He shanked a few and Alvano wasn't given any favors with the botch snap that put him back a few more yards. Kind of stunk. Kind of stunk on special teams. I was hoping they'd be better. Yeah. Um, Young guys. And, and honestly, like hitting the crossbar should be worth more points than putting it through the uprights. Just saying. That's really hard to fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you watched that Monday night game last night. Yeah. To oh. tie the game. <laughs> you smack the upright. Listen, hey, I think, that's I think, still one in. I think yeah. it still one in Listen, from 50. Shout and out to Tyler Bass. When we were sitting at the house, I was like, how many times do you see yeah. it hit the upright, upright and it actually goes in? Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, and shout then we, out see Tyler it, Bass. we see it Monday night. I, I just think if you hit the. If you make it through the uprights, it's three. If you hit a crossbar, it's five. That's just what I think. It's only fair. It's, <laughs> it's only, only fair. fair. It's funny because I was going to go get... after that in a second. I was going to say, how many points is it worth? I, I think yeah. five is fair. Because it's three, five, and seven, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's reasonable. I like it. Okay. So, Mike, you wanted to jump to Saturday, Northern Illinois. First home game of the rule era. Yeah. Are you guys all going? I'm going. Mm-hmm. Jared, are you going? Might. I'm not 100% yet. I don't know. Night game, baby. How, I'm, how I'm, am I? I'm for it. I can't yep. really do an NBA roller coaster if I'm at the game. I'm, I could, but my phone will die really quick. So, eh. I don't know. I, I got to do pod content. So, yeah. We'll I think, see. We'll I think see. they will be fine without it. 
I don't know. We need we need more likes. We can do we can um, do pod content at tailgate all day, and then just go into the stadium and just yeah. Don't enjoy be a coward, it. Jared. Take it all I, in. Listen, I listen you. to that first tunnel walk. Get yourself a six dollar runza, maybe a glizzy for get Kyle. Your, get yourself a bit. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> Kyle, give me that one more time. Oh yeah, that's what Jesus. I need. Just put that on a gif. Put yeah. that on a loop. Oh, trust me, I'm going to. <laughs> um, well, who are you going with, Mike? Who are you going with? Who's, uh, your, who's your date? My wife. Okay. My wife. Yeah. Kyle. My wife. <laughs> and then Kyle and his wife. Yeah, yes. My wife. And Connor so, and his wife. Yeah, Connor I, doesn't have a plus one to go to. So I'm not maybe, married. maybe. Oh, no, maybe. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So Northern Illinois. Um, Rocky Lombardi, if you recall. I do. He's played at Memorial Stadium before. He has. He was the victim of what I think was Scott Bleep's greatest win. The 9-6 to six in the snow. I didn't see that offense doing very well under Rocky Lombardi. So you hope for more of the same with Northern Illinois. And hopefully that defense can just rock him all game long. All you day. know, you would hope that uh, the defense will continue to get pressure on the quarterback, not wear out in the second half because the offense doesn't put it on the carpet every two fucking minutes. The defense should play well. Should. Now. Is this a trap game? I don't think it can be a trap game. The answer is when yes. you're zero and two. <laughs> yeah. I named yeah. this podcast <laughs> Nebraska zero and two because we're zero and two. Nothing's a trap game. Hey, we've lost to these teams. We lost to them last time they were in Lincoln. Yep. It was Happy Sean Eichhorst Day actually because he got relieved of his duties right after we lost to Northern Illinois. Question: What is Northern Illinois' record right now? But that's a real question. Does it anyone have the answer to that? I think that? it's Owen. I think it is Owen too. I think it's okay, Owen. so no, you can't be a trap game if we're both over. Like you, Dude, you can't be I a think, trap game. I think if anything, this is probably a trap game for Northern Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm oh, saying. Oh God, they're they're one and one, so they actually okay. have more dubs than we do. That's yeah, right. They, so they this, know how to win. This is a trap game. That's right, but not for Nebraska. Oh, but not for Nebraska. Oh. <laughs> this is a Northern Illinois trap game. Listen, man. They have to come to Lincoln and play an 0 and 2 team that is turning the ball over at historic rates. Just unfathomably. To yeah. Just think about it. Like, we're on pace right now to have like 48 turnovers. That's like the most turnovers <laughs> of all time. 48. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay. I know I'm kind of going, I'm ping ponging. So this, this rule press conference that he had yesterday, I know we like to parse words and we like to dissect every single word he says. Um, in ter- when, when it came to Colorado, he said that the team was not well prepared for the crowd noise. Ugh. And listen, when I heard that, I'm like, bruh, this was Coach Prime's home debut. You knew people were going to show up. Maybe. You knew students were going to go... F this, F that, you ain't nothing, you ain't Jack. Come on. How do you not, like, how do you not? I know why. How do you, it's so, it's so obvious, isn't it? I know why he wasn't prepared. It's because all the Colorado games, Colorado-Nebraska rivalry games that he's watched was on YouTube, and you just can't take it in well, from YouTube. Well, do you want to know? <laughs> I hope con- that's not the freaking reason, dude. <laughs> I really hope not. Do you want to know what concerns me the most? Is if they weren't prepared for the noise at a Colorado game, and they hold, what, like 1,200 fans? How are you going to be ready for the noise for your first home game so, at Memorial Stadium? Well, I mean, while people, 90, aren't, people yeah, aren't screaming before the snap. Yeah, well, not on the offense. But your defense is going to hear that noise. Well, he wasn't talking, well, he was about, talking about the about, defense yeah, having talking. problems with the noise. He's talking about the offense and the fumbles and the interceptions. I, and, I understand that, but the noise is going to be there regardless. No. It's different. When, it's, when it's, it's your home game. Your crowd's going to be electric as hell. It is. Night games in Memorial, they just, they're different. And you don't think- Ask Georgia Southern. No, listen, listen, Connor. We're not, <laughs> we're not saying there's not going to be noise, but what we're saying is you go into Colorado, and right before you take the snap, people are screaming, <laughs> F, F, F. You don't do that. No, to, you don't I, do that on offense for so, Nebraska. No, right? I, I understand that. I understand that. But you get which we'll get into score predictions later, obviously. Yes. Um, but if you get into a position that I think we might be, you don't think that stadium is still going nuts. I think you're crazy to say that they won't be. No, that's not. Anyway, let's move no, on. I don't, I don't I, think, I don't I think ping, we're yeah. getting the point across. I ping-ponged. 
Sorry. Yeah. I just like the ping pong. Scoring predictions. Yeah, I think we get into scoring predictions. Scoring predictions. Do I go? F- I don't want to go. F- Does anyone have one right now? Kyle, you go first. I don't. You're good at leading. I've, I've got to. I've got to massage it in my in my head first. I already have mine dead set. Mm. Dead set. Go. Dead set. Um, I'm excited to announce. After last year, <laughs> when I won the first ever NBNR Best Score Guesser Guy Award, I'm excited to announce the second ever correct guess. It will be Nebraska 31. Mm. NIU 14. 31-14 for the wow. Pretty confident for an offense that hasn't done shit all year. Anyway. Anyway. Can't, can't change it. Anyway, can't change it. All what right. You, what you got? I've got... Give me 21 to 17, Nebraska. Woo-wee. I think That's that was a close the, one. I think that was the score that Northern Illinois had to beat Nebraska. I'm pretty sure when they came here. Was it? 21-17, I'm pretty sure. Couple yeah. pick sixes in there. Uh, Mike, do you have one? Twenty to three, Nebraska. 20 to three. Twenty to three. And if uh, you guys are tuning in, make sure you drop in your score predictions in the chat. I'm thinking twenty three to thirteen, Nebraska. Twenty three to thirteen. So we're all calling dubs. Yeah, I think we're all calling dubs. Now, by by all means, although we are all calling for dubs, that doesn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean we, I don't know, believe that's going to happen. <laughs> I do. I, I, I truly do think. Yeah. First game under the rule area will start off better than the first game under former head coach Scott. No lightning. First, first no oh BS. God, why'd you say that? First home game. Home yeah. the, the, the first game in the yeah, rule yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over. But he knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Okay. First home game. Okay, so we're all picking dubs. All relatively close. If this was, you know, a few years ago, we would have said, oh, 45 to 10. Yeah. Now. We got th- no. we got score predictions in the chat. We got Nick at 31-17 Nebraska. Sims has three turnovers. And Cliff says Nebraska 33, Northern Illinois 21. 33-21. Okay. Okay. I think those are all reasonable predictions. I feel like I'm selling the defense short by telling him. By saying that they're going to score 17 against that defense. Well, well we're again, still on this but episode. But then again, the offense, the offense can hey, give them the, the points. Too. Right. Hey, right. But while we're still on the episode, I think it's fair to say that you can amend right now if nope. you want to. No. 21-17. Nope. Locked in. Yep. 20-3. Okay. 23-13. Whatever I said. Okay. Like you can always go back. I think it was 31-14. Well, or 31, his only yeah, guess that he got right was his like second guess, I think. So Okay, you <gasps> made me change it. It was my first guess, Get him. actually. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. my first guess, and you guys dogged me. Like, there's no way that happens. Turns out, suck it, I was right. Two words. Suck it. <laughs> okay, all right. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Nope. No. Nothing? Okay. I'll just say, I will try... To do an NBNR roll, I think that's what I'm just going to call it because it's an emotional roller coaster. It's it's a roller coaster of love, many many ups, many many more downs. Nothing but love from from the podcast. That's Nothing right. but love. So I th- criticism. We feel the same pain that everybody else does. Yeah, we do. <laughs> if you if you need to watch the video to be sure of that that we feel pain when Tommy Hill give up that third and ten, I th- was going to cry. <laughs> Shit. God, that sucked. Okay. <sighs> Go to NBNR podcast on Twitter, YouTube. Oh my God. Instagram. I just, there's so many. There's so TikTok. many. TikTok. Instagram, TikTok. Oh yeah, TikTok. Just, we, we are there. If you, if you Google NBNR podcast or No Block No Rock podcast, there's so many platforms we're on. Spotify, Apple. Give us a five star review. We need it. Also, if you're watching the feed right now, you can see this very cool hat that Jared is wearing right now. You can get that through our website. Uh, it is made through Evan's Custom Apparel, right? Yep. yep. NBNRpodcast.com. You can get this sweet-ass polo. Yeah. Free uh, local pickup if yes. you want to. Yeah. Free local Free pickup. Lo- yeah. Yep. The merch is dope, super reasonably priced. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you want to support the pod, make sure you, you help us out. Yeah. Give us money. Yes, absolutely. Uh, shout out to Herd at Sports Bar for providing us with dinner tonight. Shout out. Their pizza's good. Corn nuggets are good. Onion rings. Dude, shout out to Nebraska Garage Solutions. 
as a big sponsor of the No Block No Rock podcast, along with B&B uh, Maids of Omaha. B&B if you have a Airbnb or just a property you need cleaned, give B&B a call. And if we like them, then that means they're really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're gritty like this podcast. Right. Probably hey. unfiltered, too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we are dirty people. Just in general. Filthy. Excellent cleaners. Yeah. Excellent cleaners. One yes. more question from Nick. He says, who's our defensive player of the next game? Come on, fellas. Lenhart. You're going Lenhart, huh? Yep. Uh, I'm going to say Reimer. I'm going to say Ty Robinson. I want to say Tommy Hill is going to make up for his third and 10 fuck up and get a pick, pick six. Ha! How about that? Ha, there you go. <laughs> you, wanted a, you wanted a bold prediction. That is as bold as it gets, yeah. my friend. That's as, that's as delusional as it gets. Imagination. Hey, I, I've been bold all night. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine a Tommy Hill pick six. You wanted him on the field. You wanted him to touch the ball on offense and score touchdowns. Well, he's going to as a cornerback. It's not going to happen. But anyway. I bet we see him on offense. Yep. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Instead of instead of Malachi. Um, okay, guys. Anything? Now let's sign no. off. All right. I'm one of your hosts. Jared Hall. Mike Delaware. Kyle Con- Byers. Connor Cavillac. As always. Beat Northern Illinois and GBR. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Utter. He's a junkyard dog. <laughs> Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just... What, you just did? <laughs> you get mad. We're going to get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> gone it, Muhammad. G-B-R. A Heard at Sports Network production.